leader people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome back once again. You're listening to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio. We're spreading the truth and accurate information to Americans and all who are willing to listen. <clears throat> you know we're doing this with people like Dr. Peter McCullough and uh, other great warriors. And the key is we're trying desperately to share trustworthy and high-quality science and data with you as well as the general political temperature, so that you could have a much more informed life and decision-making, fighting against the tyranny of the left-wing globalist media outlets. So, since I last left you, I wanted to touch base on some new topics. And uh, one of them, I mean, right now, um, I think a key, a key story from a political point of view is the one where um, the Speaker Kevin McCarthy has kicked Ilan Omar off the foreign um, the foreign affairs committee? I think he's grown some spine, and I praise him for that. We can't have people like her, Ocasio Cortez, um, uh, Talib, etc. These people are American hating people. I don't understand how they got into politics or even in government or got elected. They hate America. They hate the flag. They hate the border. They hate everything about America. They should not be allowed in government. I praise Kevin. And for once, he's gotten some backbone. But I'll still sleep with one eye open when it comes to him. Because I didn't trust how he and uh, McConnell... And the whole rest of them treated President Trump. I want to talk about a, a story. There was this MSNBC reporter. Her name was Yasmin. I think is Vasugnian. Vasugnian. Anyway, I reported with MSNBC. And um, she came on to the news a few days ago to say that she had a very terrible situation ended up in the hospital with myocarditis. And she got hers from the common cold. That's what she said her cardiologist and doctors told her. She got it from the cold. But you see, this is the fraud that we live in, the lies. Because they're not telling her the truth, or they prob probably told her the truth, and she's not telling us the truth. But the medical community has no credibility, none, for what they did with COVID. I don't believe anything she said. I'm sorry. It's a private issue. But in this era of died suddenly, unknown, unknown cause, or dying at dawn, we have a vast number of people who are dying soon after the COVID shot 
even a little time after. And we are arguing it has a lot to do with myocarditis, etc. And um, none of her doctors, if you listen to her doctors when they spoke, there was this one who was making the wrongs on the media circuit. And uh, not once did he indicate it could be, and I'm speculating, I'm saying it could be vaccine-linked. And I think he's doing her a disservice and he's doing the public a disservice. Um, the reality is he himself said at one point it's because of a cold that she had or he, he used the term idiopathic. Idiopathic means the medical community doesn't know what the hell is going on. But he should have at least mentioned vaccine at least once. So it's either based on the body of evidence that has accumulated that I have seen, that we all know now the vaccine is not working and it's actually dangerous and it is causing side effects like myocarditis and pericarditis. So it's either he's not reading the data, he doesn't get the science, he can't find it or he just can't understand it. Because for him to not mention vaccine at this point is reckless and dangerous. In my opinion, she was hospitalized more than likely, and I'm not pretending to be a cardiologist as I speak here, or her doctor, but I think she had myocarditis due to the vaccine and a condition where we call uh, myocarditis tamponade, uh, where there's a fluid buildup and it has to be drained out. And I'm saying it is likely, it is very, very possible that this was due to vaccine, not the common cold. And the thing is, we were unsure at first about her vaccine status, but we found on Twitter where she posted pictures of, and, and she did say that they were double vaccinated. So you cannot rule vaccine out, yet everybody, including her, pretending vaccine has nothing to do with this. Uh, so in the end, this could be potentially a very large pericardial effusion with early tamponade. Um, there's a similar case that was reported in the medical literature, and that's why I'm making this argument. It had to do with an 18-year-old boy who took the vaccine, um, and he presented with cardiac tamponade also, exactly the same as her condition. Yet he was properly diagnosed. He was previously healthy, and he presented after shot, he got, I think, the Pfizer. He presented with fever, pruritic chest pain, and shortness of breath three weeks after getting his first shot. And um, on examination and testing, they found a large pericardial effusion. And it required <clears throat> pericardiocentesis. The reality about it is we are not being told the truth. and um, But the truth is coming out slowly. And in this era of dying before dawn, where people are dying in their sleep just as they're waking up or died suddenly on the field. You know, I wish this lady, Yasmin, I think is her name, Yasmin Vasugnian from MSNBC, I wish her a successful, speedy recovery and her and her family. But something stinks to high heavens. We're not being told the truth. And um, if she is vaccinated, we needed to be told that officially. As much as this is a private issue, it's it's public now.
And um, she needs to use her platform instead of coming onto the screen to deceive us about a common cold. She needed to use it to actually tell the truth. So um, I wanted to touch base on that story because I thought it was very, um, very important. And um, there's a story that's in the news right now. It's about this Merck drug that's called Molnupiravir. That's M-O-L-N-U-P-I-R-A-V-I-R. And um, I think the the brand name that it goes under is Lagevrio. And Molnupiravir came out with Paxlovid, Pfizer's Paxlovid. For, for these drugs to play a role as almost like antivirals. And um, to supplement the vaccine, so to speak. What we are seeing is a lot of people like Newsom and all these people who got vaccinated and then got infected. They went on to things like Paxlovid. And, but what we found, what we know now is Paxlovid has catastrophically failed because that Pfizer drug has billions of dollars of government spent a stockpile. We now know that, not now know, but we know that it causes rebound COVID. So if you took it, you would actually get COVID and actually severely sick. So all of these drugs were money-making schemes. These people knew, these vaccine makers knew it was failing and it wouldn't work. But they made money, so now they could pull it off the market even. But this molnipiravir is very interesting. Well, it's not interesting, it's catastrophic, it's dangerous, because what we find is it's driving mutations of the virus, the COVID virus. And the mutations are infectious and can also be lethal. There was a recent study by Sanderson and uh, the molnipiravir, in the, we, we know from the research evidence, it is causing mutations in the COVID genome. And it functions by preventing replication. So the idea is you took this drug and it would stop the... Um, the COVID virus from replicating in you, in your cells. But what we're seeing is it's actually driving transmissible mutations and um, could actually also be deadly. This, um, we knew about this a while now. We were telling, we wrote to the CDC, FDA, NIH, we spoke about it on in rallies, etc. that, uh, this drug, molnipiravir, was, was problematic because we knew it was a mutagenic drug. It was causing mutations. And uh, it is showing us that now it's generating and spreading new variants. So here's the situation societally. We have a situation where the vaccine itself, the mRNA vaccine, the adenoviral vector platform vaccine, is driving the emergence of infectious variants because... These are leaky, leaky, imperfect vaccines. And um, they're not, uh, you are vaccinated in, into the teeth of a pandemic in the midst of tremendous infectious pressure with a vaccine that as soon as you're vaccinated, 
you encountering virus in the environment and your vaccinal antibodies has not gotten to its full development, its full affinity, maximal binding capacity. So that um, the, the vaccine, as you know, we've, we've discussed this many times, is driving infectious variants and, 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 and some can actually be lethal and threaten society, humanity. But we have, besides it, the vaccine driving mutation, driving infectious variants, we have now molnipiravir on top of it, driving mutations. So we're in a very serious situation here. So it's, it's, like the, it's like the perfect storm of madness that we are living. What's the bottom line? The, the, the COVID gene injection must be withdrawn from market instantly. We've been calling for this a year now. All these products, all these COVID injections must be removed. They're not safe. They were never studied suitably. And they're ineffective. They're driving infectious variants and actually causing death. So it's very important that uh, the authorities listen to what we're saying. Um. I wanted to talk about another issue is uh this um a Cochrane review. Cochrane is that journal publication that uh research um research team they publish systematic reviews of the evidence. And in this case they recently published a systematic review on the effectiveness or lack of effectiveness of COVID masks, face masks. And the thing is, I and McCullough and Oscar, et cetera, we had written a really huge paper in American Institute, AIER, American Institute of Economic Research, Two years ago, two and a half years ago, and then I, I wrote a, a recently a new one where I brought about 170 studies together to show that these, these blue surgical masks are junk. They're garbage. They don't work. As well as the cloth masks. And now these researchers, this Cochrane Review, they wrote a review and their conclusion after looking at all of these studies that I had already included in a review but they did their own publication. It shows that wearing masks in the community probably makes little or no difference to the outcome of influenza-like illness or COVID-19-like illness compared to not wearing masks. Masks for laboratory. They also found that masks for laboratory confirmed influenza or COVID virus. COVID virus compared to no masks had similar results. Same situation with the N95 P2 respirators. So that, uh, bottom line, the mass are failure, they're junk, they never worked, and we just should have never mandated them and forced them on young people, particularly children. In fact, we should have never used these. These could have never worked with a respiratory virus like this. So, um, this Cochrane Review adds to what we've been saying, which is that the COVID lockdowns, the school closures, the mass mandates, the business closures, they were all 
failures. Nothing, no COVID policy worked. And that's an important consideration. Um, as I come to close this first segment, I want to remind you that you're, you're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio and it plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser, anywhere in the world. You know, all of my shows, all of these uh, talk shows, they go to podcast the following day after you hear it on talk radio. And you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcast. You can find out more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu navigation bar at America Out Loud under our shows or schedule. And look for the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. I also want to remind you that I write a daily blog, a substack, and you can find it if you just Google it, Alexander COVID News. That is Alexander COVID News. I also have a website where I post a lot of the COVID stuff or, or just my thoughts in general. And uh, the website address is drpaulalexander.com. No space, no caps. Um, I wrote a book called Presidential Takedown to cover my time in the U.S. administration in Trump's administration while I was at Health and Human Services, um, reporting to the assistant secretary uh, as a senior advisor. You can check, you can buy that book at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Please consider taking a look at it. It's called Presidential Takedown. Um, uh, I'm going to do a, a few more segments today and I look forward to you joining. Thank you. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Hey, welcome back to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Once again, thank you for joining. And um, I want to give a huge praise and shout out to Malcolm, America Out Loud, for this tremendous platform and offer that they're giving us, where we can come to you uncensored and unchecked to deliver as free information as possible to liberty-loving people. Um, I want to remind you that um, I want you to support 
America out loud, you know. Find them, find their portals, and find ways to support Michael and his Malcolm and his shows. I also wanted to remind you that um there's a good company out there called the Wellness Company. That's TWC.health. And I provide support to them and um, technical support. And uh, I wanted you to know that um, if you went to that healthcare company uh, website, twc.health, you could connect with trusted and unbiased doctors at the wellness company. And th this really is the future of medical care, access to top flight um, healthcare on call from anywhere. You can get ac access to uncensored content and the ability to schedule virtual appointments with trusted medical doctors anywhere. Doctors who aren't afraid to follow different protocols and keep you healthy and informed and access to wholly owned pharmacy, internet pharmacy that could fill any prescriptions and um, they could devise for you, those doctors on call could devise your own exclusive treatment packages, vaccine exempt letters, access to world-class supplements and healthcare products, and so on. Um, the last few years, you know, let's face it, has shown us how broken the healthcare system is and that we needed a system like this to help... Um, to help rearrange things and bring us back to optimal care and optimal health. But we need to get that proper support from the healthcare system to begin with. So this wellness company, the wellness company, twc.health, is one such place that I suggest you check. And what I also wanted to remind you is, <clears throat> I mean, I'm talking scientifically here that the spike protein after you become infected with the virus, as well as from the vaccine that your cells create, that your cells manufacture, the spike protein that will be part of the immune response, that spike protein itself is a business end of the virus. And you know that. It's very toxic. It's toxic to the endothelial layer of the, uh, the vasculature. That's the inner lining cells of the arteries, veins, capillaries, etc. The spike protein causes a lot of damage. And uh, spike, we found that purified spike in its own could cause devastation uh, to tissues, to cells, tissues, etc. So um, the spike itself, whether from virus or from vaccine, is, is becoming increasingly concerning. And from my own life and talking to people and people coming up to me after shows, they're looking for some solution and they're begging for solutions because they're concerned that they have, you know, people are struggling with this issue of long COVID with symptoms, etc. post-virus as well as post-vaccine. And we know it has to do with the spike, which is thrombogenic, meaning causing clots, etc. Um... It's part of that clotting cascade. It's a part of, part of a lot of negative cascades that cause huge problems in the body. And uh, we're finding that there are different concoctions. And that, that wellness company that I had mentioned, I was actually very surprised that 
that it plays a role in your body in inhibit in inhibiting the effects of the spike protein, whether from the virus or from vaccine, and um, addresses issue of blood blood vessel blockages and it supports T cell activity. T cells very important for immune response. So, <clears throat> actually, Marek and Corey at FLCCC also has their own um, formulation, their own uh, post-COVID vaccine um, suggested over-the-counter therapeutics that you could get to try and moderate or mitigate, reduce the effects of the spike on you. And you should take a look at that one also, FLCCC. But there's a really good product at the TWC. I wanted to ask you to take a look at that website, twc.health. Look at that product. It's called um, Spike Recovery. And it's made up of a combination of ingredients, um, heavily, highly recommended by people like Dr. McCullough, etc. It was produced, the formulation by the pharmacologist at Wellness, Dr. Jen Van der Water. And um, it, it is th this mixture, this formulation of selenium, um, natokinase, dandelion root, black seed extract, different uh, different um, components. And uh, what you should do is uh, take a look. See if uh, this might interest you as one means of support. And um, I can tell you, maybe, maybe at the end of this segment, I will talk to you about the link. Because I think um, if you went it uh, and you wanted to consider <clears throat> this um, product, it might be something you want to read about and consider it. What I wanted to talk to you about right now is this issue of um, Kevin Bass. There's this guy who published this opinion in Newsweek about a week ago. His name is Kevin Bass, B-A-S-S. -S. Now, Kevin says that he's a medical doctor in training. He's in medical school. Um, and basically, what he wrote is almost like an amnesty, a, a cry for us to be forgiving to those doctors. Because he himself claims that He's in medical school now studying seven years. I think he's specializing in something. But that he himself fell for all of the COVID madness. And um, he's saying that we're sorry. Basically, that's what he's saying right now. He's trying to tell us that um, they're sorry for what happened. And all of the mistakes they made. And, you know, I've been reading about it. And my point of view is, I can't be that forgiven. And <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, too many people died because of their actions. And let me just read one small snippet from his article. And you tell me what you think, because I don't buy it. I reject it because I know it's kind of they want to say basically today 
people like him is, you know what? We made mistakes. So we're just going to tell you sorry. And you accept that and you let us move on and everybody's fine. But I'm saying no, we can't do that. Because you said you're in medical school, Kevin, seven to eight years. Yet you've now understood, you're saying that you now understand that the vaccine doesn't work and the lockdowns were a failure. We, did, we didn't need no vaccine mandate, etc. The Canadian truckers and the U.S. truckers knew that instantly. In a matter of days, that's why they, they, they were protesting and they were brutalized by Trudeau, etc. It took you seven years of medical school, Kevin, and you're still not sure. So you now want to come and say sorry. Well, I'm telling you, you should burn all of your medical school books, drop out of that medical school. In fact, we should shut that school down because you are an idiot. You had to be a clearly a stupid individual because after seven years that it took you this long, three years to pass during COVID to understand that the whole thing was a fraud. Truck drivers who probably have at most a grade 12 education Maybe many of them have degrees. I don't know. Yet they're smarter than you. You, Kevin. Not only that, he's pretending that he doesn't understand that the policies that he supported, and I'm not speculating, he said he did. They resulted in businesses being closed. When businesses were closed, what do you think happened to several employees, many of them in America? They couldn't hold on because of the lack of proper income and a job. Many of them committed suicide. They killed themselves. So you can't come and tell me now sorry and expect us to walk away. No. So let me give you an idea of his writing. He's saying, as a medical student and researcher, quote, as a medical student and researcher, I staunchly supported the efforts of the public health authorities when it came to COVID-19, all of them. I believe that authorities responded to the largest public health crisis. I was with them all the way for lockdowns, vaccines, boosters. Today, I want to say I was wrong, that we in the scientific community were wrong, and it cost lives. I can see now that the scientific community from the CDC to the WHO to FDA, etc., repeatedly overstated the evidence and misled the public about his own views and policies. You see, close quote, my problem with how he writes is he's writing in a very casual manner, as though, you know, well, oh, well, okay, well, this has happened, we, I'm, I'm saying it, and let's just move on. He's forgotten to write about the accountability and the justice phase. Because we cannot move on until we have accountability and justice. We absolutely cannot. So I wrote in my response that I don't buy it. And that um, no deal. Because I'm saying you, Kevin, you and all of the doctors and scientists and public health officials have blood on your hands. And now you're running to the hills. You know, people like you, Dr. Paul Offit, Dr. Liana Wen, because you, you've seen the writing on the wall, because you and medical professionals, just like you, were either intentionally criminal, to me, 
you were intentionally criminal or ignorantly negligent because you all disregarded all of the ba our basic human rights and what was established research and science. You exhibited depth of arrogance and hubris, like absurdity and speciousness when it came to the data and the science. That you just did you, you almost, I mean, we could argue that you were academically sloppy and um, technically lazy, academically lazy. You just didn't want to do the work. So there's absolutely, from my point of view, no amnesty, no forgiveness now, not now. And every chance we get to hold people like this guy and all who've done this accountable, you know, in proper courts, with proper tribunals, proper discussions, we have to do it. We have to punish them so they never do this again. Whatever dark reasons, we just need to punish and keep punishing, you know? And um, the truth is that uh, he's trying what we call misdirection uh, to confuse us. But it's just too much debt. And that's what I wanted to talk to you all about here. To me, so much was done. So many harms and debt scattered across America and the world. You know, and the doctors just pimped themselves out. They were quite eager to join with the government and join with uh, their other colleagues to sell us out. We are in this problem today because of the medical community. Doctors sold us out and did us this running after money and fame and keeping their jobs. Because in, in essence, what Kevin and his colleagues in the medical profession did, and academic scientists, medical doctors, is they denigrated us as dissenters. Any of us who asked questions or were contrarians, you know, and, and, and you did it scornfully and you decimated people. They decimated people and they caused us under threat of law, you know, uh, we were burned down. Our lives were burned, burned down and they violated our liberties and freedoms, our rights. And how could he just now come and say sorry? You know, he had no problem doing it for three years, but now they're realizing that the narrative is changing. So they're, so they're trying to slip in, you know, how about we just forget about it? You know, and to me, I can't because they knew that no one was ever given informed consent. And in, even when people ask, can I get informed consent before I consider the vaccine, they would be ridiculed and punished, you know? So there's just too much blood, and he was part of the system. So I can't forgive, you know? These people denied early treatment that cost tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives in America alone, you know? They had the government push the vaccine mandate, a fraud, dangerous gene injection. And you just want to tell me sorry today and how about we just walk on? No, that can't happen. So I think he joined Emily Oster, that professor, who called pharmacy about two, three months ago. And we said, no, 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 no. We were grounded in the actual science. And you, the listener here, you know that. But his side, Kevin's side, they refused to debate us. Just a bunch of intellectually sloppy and lazy people. They didn't want to do the work. Anyway, I'm coming to the end of this segment. And I wanted to remind you again that uh, we have to give huge thanks to Malcolm, the America Outlaw platform, 
for what he's doing here. Um, America Out Loud is just unbelievable how it's helping break through the tyranny and helping us reestablish some freedoms and liberties to share this good information with you all to inform you. Um, I had mentioned uh, the the wellness company that I provide some, provide some support to. That's TWC.health. I want you to consider my substack. Um, again, it's Alexander COVID News. And um, my website is drpaulalexander.com. And, you know, if you wanted to give any support, because, you know, many of us, myself, McCullough, we all were canceled, etc. And um, any kind of support, you know, if you think you want to help, um, I could be reached at Zell, that's Z-E-L-L-E, and the, uh, the email is sr7283 at gmail.com. Uh, I wanted to say that if you wanted to consider that spike recovery um, to deal with the spike protein after the virus or vaccine, you could go to um, www.twc.health forward slash collections forward slash COVID-19 forward slash products forward slash long hyphen hall hyphen formula question mark ref ref equals sign Paul AmericaOutloud.com If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. Working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19? We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's Immune Super Boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the immune super boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Thanks again for joining me in this, this additional segment. Thank you for tuning to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. Remember, America Out Loud plays on the iHeartRadio Network, and you can listen to this uh to our media player from anywhere browser, anywhere in the world. 
And I just wanted to remind you as I start this segment that all my shows go to podcasts the following day after broadcast is heard. And you can check for them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, etc. And go to the navigation bar at America Out Loud under our shows and schedule and find me, Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Don't forget my Substack. Don't forget to take a look at the wellness company. And before I begin, I will uh, share again. I want to share the, um, the uh, if you want to take a look at that spike rec recovery product. Again, I told you, you can also look at the FLCCC um, site, Paul Marek, Pierre Corey, with their own um, spike recovery um, formula. This one of the wellness company, I think is quite good. I will spell it out to you again. It's uh, www.twc.health forward slash collections. That's C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N-S forward slash COVID-19 forward slash products. That's P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S forward slash long, L-O-N-G hyphen hall, H-A-U-L hyphen formula, F-O-R-M-U-L-A question mark. REF equals sign Paul with a capital P. Take a look at that spike recovery um, product and see if that interests you. Look at the formulation, etc. Remember, we are talking about the spike protein itself from the virus, viral infection that you recover. You might be naturally immune, etc. Now, but we have people who suffer long COVID and symptomatology post viral infection as well as the vaccine and we have a lot of problems actually more problems with those who've taken the shot and the symptomatology post shot and this formula can be as the science matures and we advance the science in this area uh researchers and, and heavily backed by like like mccullough etc um at the wellness company he's also a colleague there with me and dr Rich. Um, take a look at this this product. So what I wanted to talk to you about is um, a very nifty uh, research that came out. The um, the lead author is Kadagiani, C-A-D-E-G-I-A-N-I. And um, the title of this study was Catecholamines are Key Triggers of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis and sudden deaths. So we are talking about Pfizer and Moderna vaccine. And first of all, we are talking about vaccine-induced myocarditis. So, so what this author is saying, which I agree with, so I'm, I'm trying to explain to you the scientific paper and the findings because I think very important. What he's saying in layman terms is this, that if you take the mRNA shots as well as the DNA, but we're looking at the Pfizer Moderna right now, um, you find that for some people, they develop myocarditis. The problem is the myocarditis is uh, silent and you don't even know. So unless you do things like um, uh, gadolinium, um, cardiac MRI, etc., Unless you tested for myocarditis, you wouldn't know. So that's a problem because often symptoms are low, if any, 
um, and it's silent, but it's a very potentially catastrophic situation. So what you're saying is you might have vaccine-induced myocarditis. And when you're in a situation like when you're rising before dawn, as you're getting up from bed, from your sleep, um, the adrenals, etc., they release catecholamines, um, which are like adrenaline, dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine into the bloodstream. Lift your pulse rate, lift your blood pressure, lift heart, etc. You're getting up. Similar situation if you are exerting yourself on the field, soccer player, NFL, whatever. Also, pilots in the cockpit of the plane. You know, the pilots may have taken the shot, and this is what we are arguing, and may have gotten myocarditis damage to the heart. Doesn't know, and he's flying. But the key here is the catecholamine surge or the adrenaline surge happens when you know, you're in a stressful situation, an emotionally charged situation. And um, that catecholamine surge, the adrenaline bathing, the the myocardium, the damaged heart cells, the damaged heart, it, it, it can be too much and put too much of a strain on the heart. And the heart then begins beating um, erratically and uh, cardiac arrest could result and you can die. So we are very concerned about pilots right now who are flying, who have silent myocarditis. And in that cockpit, on any given period, they could get into a stressful situation. It, it It's a stressful situation that they could manage and it's part of flying. But the, the, the adrenaline that is released as part of that, quote-unquote, to fight and flight um, response, you know, to cope with the stress, the stressor, it, it can be too much and, and the pilot can die. And we are saying, would it take one or two planes falling out of the sky with hundreds of deaths for the airline industry to realize that we have a problem? And I think the FAA signaled to us recently without saying it in words that they have a problem. Remember, I put out a sub-stack about the FAA changed um a testing threshold that pilots undergo when they when they are checked of 200 milliseconds. So it's a very, very rapid, rapid um, period of time. They change it from 200 milliseconds to 300 milliseconds. And we are talking about the electrical conduction that, that crosses across the heart where um, that time of 200 milliseconds at most, um, to show that the heart is beating properly and the, the, electri- the electricity and the, the conduction is happening normally. Well, the FDA silently changed that to 300 milliseconds. In other words, they, they made it, they accepted a slower electrical conduction across the heart. Is that normal? Would the FDA do that silently without public knowledge or cons- not, not, not even a matter of consultation, but making some announcement? Um, is that a tacit admission that their pilots are struggling to pass that test because of the vaccine? So they have they have raised the limit. 
so they don't have to fail more pilots because remember they already have many laid off because of their own crazy vaccine mandate so katagiana katagiani in the study i think the first name of this researcher was flavio um is basically telling us that with the adrenaline surge in a myocardial damaged heart you could lead to death and um sudden death and that's what we argued happened with damar hamlin the nfl player and um this is a very serious thing because in this era of died suddenly and dying at dawn and etc you have to understand that these catecholamines like adrenaline they could trigger um a covid vaccine induced myocarditis crippling outcome and yes i agree i'm admitting that this can happen also post viral infection but we are seeing it happening more that is a rare event this is happening more and the common thread behind all of these soccer players all of these people that are suddenly dropping on the field etc is the fact that they took these covid gene injections and it has to leave you to ask is the adrenaline that rush when under stress or exercise conditions or when you're waking in the morning is that what triggers the cardiac arrest simply put if you have silent undiagnosed covid vaccine induced myocarditis and you engage in activity or some kind of activity that drives your adrenaline you know what i'm seeing in the evidence today the body of evidence that i'm reviewing constantly tells me that uh this adrenaline can stress and strain the heart in a way an already damaged heart so to speak and this can ca cause the heart to behave erratically and abnormally and lead to death so it's something that i wanted you to um to think about it's a very very serious situation and um we can't just gloss it over um there's a situation with some doctors in texas i think is the methodist the texas methodist church texas methodist hospital um when the the name comes to me houston methodist i think um houston methodist in texas they came out about 2 days ago a group of them now you should know full disclosure that about a year ago they defeat the mandates a group of doctors approached me to say they came to that defeat the mandates rally just to see me cuz they wanted to tell me and they were from texas that they had this scheme running and they wanted to bust it open and put it into the public but they were very afraid about losing their jobs and actually losing their lives was that a serious discussion and they wanted me to deal with senator johnson first ron johnson wisconsin which i did and he was very receptive and he said he would create the conditions so they could come into washington and he can see and provide them all the protection if they decide to move forward you know whistleblower protection all these kinds of issues so we've been negotiating with them for the last year and the problem is every time that some of them decided for sure they're going to speak publicly couple of them step back fear for their life 
So this has been stopping, starting. So, but recently, about two, three days ago, some of them came out and the full brunt of it has not been exposed yet. But basically, what they're saying is that um, as doctors on staff in, in hospitals in Texas, not just one hospital, doctors and surgeons and ER doctors, whatever, people who are very important to the units and etc. When the vaccines were definitely mandated and they said no vaccine, they're not taking it for their own reasons, be it they consider themselves COVID recovered, they consider themselves so naturally immune, they felt that the vaccine was not entirely safe, whatever, whatever reasons. They just didn't want it. Um, the hospitals had a mandate policy, right? So what they have come out now and said in an interview, and I've put up a substack on it. Remember, my substack is Alexander COVID News, saying that um, the hospital CEOs and senior doctors in this, these hospitals met with them and 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 told them they can get a fake vaccine card, meaning they won't vaccinated, but there will be nobody's business but theirs. They will keep this secret so that the hospital is telling them, so we wouldn't have to lay you off because you're too valuable to us. So please take the card so that when anybody checks, you've been vaccinated. And that's it. Well, some of these doctors didn't like that situation. And now they've come forward to blow this open. Um, to make it a public discussion. And uh, I think it's very, very shocking because it it tells us of a situation that uh, was was taking place that's very unfair because remember, many people, <clears throat> when they bumped up against this, um, this issue of mandated vaccine, many of them, particularly nurses who said no, because remember, they were dealing with sick people from the beginning, facing hot COVID. Most of them got exposed and were infected and they survived. They were the best people to take care of any patients because they were already immune. Yet they were laid off because they didn't take the, want the vaccine. Many of them harmed themselves. Some of them committed suicide because their lives were just devastated. They lost their homes, all sorts of stuff. Here you have these doctors. They were offered free cards to lie so it has huge implications because it wasn't that simple many people businesses closed business owners committed suicide so this is a bad situation that that we were dealt with here and um, for these hospitals to be given out free cards be, and if I'm not mistaken and I'm not a legal expert I believe in the United States the FBI has a mandated duty to investigate things like this, where, where um, you lied about something like that, that it was a mandated policy, and you, the hospital, engage in deceit, etc., with these doctors. So I think it has a lot of legal and maybe even criminal implications. I also want to talk about Dr. Peter McCullough. You know, I just wanted to remind you that he won that case against the Baylor Scott and White Health System in Texas, where they were suing him for like a million dollars or something like that. 
because he was spreading he was speaking about data and science and they said that um uh he violated some policy look they've been after this guy because he he was the founding one of the founding people for early treatment he's been standing up against the vaccines anyway a judge yesterday dismissed the case with prejudice and when you dismiss something with prejudice it means that no one else could bring that matter back in front of the court that's a huge victory for him anyway let me end this segment by reminding you that you're talking you're listening to america out loud talk radio plays on iheart network and you can listen any media player anywhere in the world any browser i want to thank malcolm for this opportunity again for bringing us and giving us this chance he's a tremendous human being um really this guy will go to heaven all of my shows can go to podcast will go to podcast the following day you can hear them on spotify stitcher pandora etc um check for my uh podcasts on america out loud our shows our schedule look for dr paul alexander liberty hour my substack is alexander covid news please google it uh type it in to the to the cursor and go to my my substack alexander covid news and consider subscribing it's free um my website is drpaulalexander.com if you want to read drpaulalexander.com you could also give me some support at zell and email sr7283@gmail.com please consider my book presidential takedown thank you very much amazon